0: Plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: My name's Jake, and I found a bunch of pornographic magazines inside a dead man's house. Not just any old magazines. Australian softcore pornography from the early 90s. Now, me and my little mate Pete want to invite you to have a look at some pretty rude stuff with us. So hold on to your stiffies, everyone, and welcome to Smut Club 1990. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Smut Club 1990, the only podcast where we peruse softcore Australiana pornography from the early 90s. My name's Jake Smith, and I'm in the shed at the back of mum and dad's house, and they've well and truly fucked off for the afternoon down to the RSL to slap the pokies around, so I've invited my little mate over from a few grades below, and guess what? It's his fucking birthday today. How are you, PD boy? Happy birthday. Sup, cunt. Yeah, it's my birthday, mate. Look at my big muscles.
0: Down to Freddo Cake. Got a race car bed. Fuck, I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> um, life's good. I love, we, you've never really dived into the backstory of mum and dad so much. <laughs> That's yeah. top of the podcast. Why Slap of the pokies. There's, life is slowly going down for our imaginary mum and dad.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like how it's going to be a suit or just be, I'm um, out the back of dad's house. Um, like, that'll be it. <laughs> no, the, all of a sudden the mum character's not mentioned anymore. Yeah. Oh, Dad. Oh, uh, Jack's recording
0: solo this week uh, because mum he's he's down with mum in New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. look, mate, it's not just us here in the shed. I know, it's my birthday. I had to plan a party, mate. I got I got friends coming oh, over. Who have you no got? one's here yet, but. Um, This weird kid down the end of the street turned up So I guess we'll just hang out with him for a while Sam Bowden! How are you, baby? Hey,
2: it's lovely to be finally up the fancy end of the street I'm normally just down the back of the shed If it was my parents, we'd be recording this podcast in the car outside the RSL (laughs) Welcome back to the first episode of Windows Are Still Up and I'm Dying (laughs) 1983
1: um, three. <laughs> <laughs> No,
0: it's good to have you here, uh, Sammy, in the shed Usually just see you at the end of the street flicking the razor scooter into your own ankles Trying to feel something But um.
2: <laughs> Hey man, it's cool, alright? It's fucking cool I got ankles of steel And am are sucking on a calippo Trying to convince people to come look at my weird pet rat
1: <laughs> Oh, fuck Fuck the rat kids were the worst Oh, rap kids were the worst, man. And it stinks. Just fucking yuck, bro. Dude, same
2: same with guinea pigs. Like, I understand, like, guinea pigs are a really easy present for, like, a primary school kid. But they're fucking gross. They stink the place up. And it's harder to keep them alive than it is to kill them like yeah. <laughs> we we would when I was when I was nine we were taking care of a friend's guinea pigs down the road and we had two dogs right and like <laughs> a goose we went home when they dropped them home so the doors were locked and they didn't convene and like obviously only mum had a mobile phone because it was 2001 or whatever sure. and then uh, she just left them outside with the dogs we come back there's guinea pig all over the <laughs> patio <laughs> there's only one guinea pig still alive that managed to hide under a chair but it's dying of shock. <laughs> shock and so we're holding it i'm, I'm holding it in a tea towel when we get home from school and it's sort of like twitching and then i realized i could sort of turn it into a marionette puppet if i jiggled it and i Holy just started fuck. doing like hello my baby hello my honey hello my ragtime gal and then the girl lucy who owned the guinea pigs who was like my brother's age she was seven she came back to pick up the guinea pigs walked through the guinea pig and then got into the living room to find me playing with the dead one.
1: Okay. So never has someone embodied their character so much in here. Like, we introduced you to a weird kid from down the street, and you just told them, like, like, you're an imaginary child, but I want to call imaginary child services. Like, like hey, what are you, kidding? We need to talk to your imaginary parents about this
2: shit. Fuck yeah, no, hell. that was definitely a, an imaginary thing that imaginarily yeah. happened. Oh, my... <laughs> Fucking word, I wanted Russ. to give myself a solid imaginary backstory. <laughs> <coughs> Takes big sip of kombucha. Fucking <laughs> hell.
0: <laughs> Sam, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> is that a, sorry, is that
2: a long neck of kombucha? <laughs> it's a long neck of kombucha. <laughs> you fucking...
0: Oh, my God. Jesus. You know what? Can't, stay down there. Stay at your end of the street. <laughs> I don't want you at the party anymore. Hey, Fuck I'm, off from my Freddy cake.
2: <laughs> hey, the only reason this, the only thing that this podcast doing, it stopped me doing was going to the bottle o and getting myself some actual fucking beer. So, uh,
0: well, that's oh, fair enough. I apologise. Bullshit. You-
1: <laughs> it's interrupting you from pulling the wings off flies. Your weird little cunt You'd be, you, you'd be out the back at the creek trying to fucking burn guppies with a magnifying glass. Fucking,
2: <laughs> you, fucking weird little turn. <laughs> Do you, know what I got? Do, do you know what I got my family for Christmas? My brother and my stepdad, I got them both like um, slingshots, the kind that are illegal in New South Wales, the proper slingshots. And I'm like, we're going to have a great fucking Christmas. And then my brother messages me and he goes, guess what I just got everyone so when he come up here, I got us three gel blasters and 30,000 rounds. And I'm like, it's so good to be home. I'm so excited to come home. What? To our crazy... Everyone get weapons. What are you talking <laughs> about? Do you, I'm sorry. Do you think Pete was wrong when it's the weird kid up the street? Yeah. A little fucking clan
0: of Bart Simpsons to go home to. Yeah. And fucking quits. And fucking figure. everyone just eye carumber around the
2: place, eating the shorts, all that shit. <laughs> all doing hell. the Bartman
0: on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Love to see it.
2: Our family has a real strong, could have created a Martin Bryan energy. That's sort of just what yeah, we... Great. That's what <laughs> we Fuck. thrive on. That's the family.
0: Well, well, look, now that we've talked about weapons and killing small animals, who's ready to get horny?
1: Yeah.
0: Because I'm feeling horny. Uh, Sam, this has kind of been a question we've been asking guests that come on the podcast. Do you remember your first time encountering
2: porn, whether it be digital or print? Yes. Yes, I do. What was it? It was grade six. A kid called Dylan Booth had shown me a picture on his phone and it was it was an old samsung flip phone with the big screen and it was a woman eating out another woman and there was like three pictures in this sequence and i couldn't like i couldn't get my head around it like i couldn't understand that is that what a vagina looks like that because that looks like a mess and it's it's it was so <laughs> distorted and weird in my head and then i remember he was like here take it to the bathroom And I didn't know what he meant by that because we were around at his house. And so I just sat taking a shit, looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) But with a stiffy, so just pissing straight
1: up into the
2: air. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I distinctly remember not being able to get hard because I felt very aroused. But we were also a very religious family and it felt intrinsically wrong. And my brain couldn't. Put all the pieces together. That's what I distinctly remember. It was like this weird mosaic of stuff I know I shouldn't be looking at, mm. and it was, uh, yeah. And I reckon that was one of the reasons why I was why I'm half gay. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> like, that's I saw, I, like, I saw a vagina too early.
1: I like that you say half gay. Like the half gay or half straight is the last half full or last half empty of yeah. sexuality.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm feeling half gay today. Some days I'm half straight. <laughs> Some days I'm half straight, some days I'm half gay, some days I'm full gay, some days I'm full straight.
0: (laughs) So did you like going into the bathroom, did you think doing your shit was like a (laughs) non-negotiable?
2: Well, no, I needed to go anyway and I thought it was weird he knew that. But but because Dylan was, Dylan was one of those kids that was like, he was really tiny, he was really skinny and he was kind of, he had a real sort of goblin energy to him, but he was the fucking horny kid in our grade. And he was the one that was like, yeah, oh, I, I bloody tits and boobs. And <laughs> and we're all like, something's
1: wrong with our kid. There's Yeah, there's always the one kid who goes, like, do you know what a 69er is? The one who's like, who finds out he's patient zero of 69ing. And he's just yeah. like, right, it is my duty to tell all the kids this. PE class, whisper it in the, into their ear. I remember very vividly going up to a kid called Hamish and like, grandfather's like, do you want to know what a rim job is? Like, just, we're doing T-ball <laughs> t- t- at PE. Like, you got it. You got to spread the word, buddy. Once you know Man- it, you're Judy.
2: <laughs> you will not believe this- what I've found out here.
0: <laughs> These is- kids always like level up in what they're seeing so fast as well. Like before I'd even seen a naked tit, I remember seeing in, like a the first thing was like an orgy on a playground on a kid's phone oh. like that. Oh, It was just wow. showing this video of like this mass orgy in the sand, like on the slides
2: Like, that's before I I was like, whoa, what the fuck's going on there? (laughs) Dude, I'm on the playground. I've just had lunch, and now you're showing me this wonderful, amazing image that's going to change my life.
1: You can't go... (laughs) It's like skiing. You can't go double black run on the first. Double black diamond, you need to work your way up to that. Do you know what I mean? Jake, that is
2: the nichest fucking reference Well, what can I say? What can I say? You're in a state that has (laughs) 42 degree summers, and you're like, you know when you go skiing? I've been and from skiing. a very
0: poor family I know for a fact he's <laughs> never done that himself There's no way There's no way he's ever been to the fucking snow
1: There's no chance he's- I be- Once I mean once and It's only because my sister is a ski instructor And she'd get me in for free Anyways <laughs> But here we are now. Speaking of things that make me horny, this is a uh, this is a very uh, interesting article here that uh, I'm very excited to unpack. Sam, we're not uh, able to read any of the articles before we before we do this. We can skim, mm-hmm. so I can kind of skim, right? But I've looked at the pictures here, and what this is is it's a uh, it's a section that I think is a weekly one. This is only our second magazine of three, so I'm kind of guessing at what a weekly features. But this one is called Readers' Fantasies okay Ooh. and uh, and here's the here's the instruction I guess uh, it says we want your fantasies think them up write them down and send them to readers fantasies at the picture GPO box 5201 Sydney New South Wales and for your top efforts we'll pay fifty dollars for a published fantasy a hundred dollars to blokes whose fantasies we photograph with models or three hundred dollars to Sheila's we photograph in their favorite fantasy gear okay now that has changed from last time last time it was a It was essentially you get your money based on how good your story is and how much editing they need to do. Yeah. Right? Because it's horse shit. It's There's no... Like, the people that are reading this magazine could not construct anything more than, like... You know A couple of sentences On the fantasy and, like, the, and then Oh for, yeah
0: For context as well The last one uh, It was a reader's fantasy And, he, and he, his fantasy Was he's in the Indoor cricket centre And he's locked In the toilets And there's a game Of nude indoor cricket Going on outside And he has to Fart the door open So he can go And watch the chicks <laughs>
2: that, that was his that, Wow that was his Dead, <laughs> dead serious Locked in the bathroom so That it's is like, yeah. Oh man That is someone That's just like Well I love being horny And I also love The ashes What what would be my ideal Boxing Day test scenario?
1: The gashes.
2: The Um. (laughs) gashes. The gashes.
1: The last time it was all full of uh, cricket, like cricket innuendos. Oh, my middle stump starts throbbing as I've, you know, see the busty Sheila at it long on and I start tugging my blood. You know, all this shit. A couple of googlys. And now this one here today, it's titled Body Slammers. And it's got a bunch of Sheilas here and they're in like like 80s, 90s style, uh, for the most part, um, leotards. And they're in a fake wrestling ring. So, I think this one is going to be about uh, I wrestling.
2: What, uh, Holy uh, moly. I'll look tell at-
0: you what just fucking cracked me up so hard. I just I, noticed I, I know. I, think I know, first, I think I know what it is. The first picture, the chicken yellow, her lycra top just says sport. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah big fan
2: <laughs> also like when you go and also i know this is an audio medium but also mm. in the bottom right hand corner where they're all absolutely naked jumping up there's they've all got like mostly regular titties except <laughs> for the one the yeah. second from the right who has Stop. definitely got those implants from like thailand and she got them on a two-for-one <laughs> deal and they they look they look like tits that I would have drawn in grade six with Dylan Booth. <laughs> like they are. Oh man, that poor girl. By the way, what's with the one on the
1: far right here, who's just kind of vibing a little bit? Like, oh that? yeah, she just looks like she's dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a jump. She has. She looks like she's ground.
2: crimping. <laughs> so,
1: so here I'm gonna we're gonna take some turns at reading this out, guys, and stop at any point uh, if we have any questions because I I've, I've a feeling. That it's not going to be, it's not going to make sense. Uh, you know, I don't, wanna, I don't want to speak too uh, too early on this one. But I think, yeah. Well, actually, let's just dive right in. Yeah. Okay. Go. <clears throat> it says I'm at a nightclub <laughs> where they have women's wrestling, one of my favorite sports. Now, this particular night, there is a special bout, a grudge match with a sexy climax and a victory ceremony where the loser's cozy comes off. Cozy? <laughs> uh, costume. Oh. <laughs> mm. Now into the ring steps a tall, solidly built woman with black lipstick, black eyeshadow, black stockings and black high heels. She is introduced as the Black Widow. Now, the widow's specialty, the announcer, sorry. The widow's specialty, the announcer says, is constricting her opponents in a crunching bear hug before stripping them totally nude in the middle of the ring and then carrying them off to her parlor. And they've put dressing room there, because um, obviously no one knows what a parlor is. Now, it says, once there, the widow goes down, goes down on a hapless victim for hours. Often so hard, the victim gets temporarily paralysed uh, from the waist down. What do we think about that there? Have you ever seen that move done? Have well, I ever
2: seen it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when you know when you're eating someone out so good that you give them paralysis? Yeah.
1: And when then you go you've down.
2: got to go to a chemist and buy a wheelchair that's what <laughs> happened to Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kept on The horse was eating him out. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. See you later. Um, but like, as a method to win, like, wouldn't you just pin him on the ground or like a submission hold? But like, you know what? I'm going to drag you back to my barla, and I'm going to go down here for hours until you can't walk. And then, is, is the ref in there?
2: Yeah like, he's just he- he's just in the corner in his foot locker outfit just casually stroking <laughs> this is while, while this woman gets sexually assaulted.
0: I also think from a from a marketing perspective I don't think Vince McMahon would be thrilled about this because I don't think there'd be cameras in the dressing room that you wouldn't see any of this. there'd just be like a three hour break in the action from the broadcast.
2: Yeah, there'd be everyone... Yeah, you'd see Vince McMahon talking to whatever wrestlers on stage just going, stretch. Just stretch yeah, for time. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just Pad. fill it with, like, do that thing where you say you're good and your opponent sucks for three and a half hours. <laughs> Jesus, when is this bitch going to come? Holy shit. Oi, Elizabeth with the big fake tits.
0: Call out <laughs> Rey Mysterio.
2: <laughs> Rey Mysterio comes out in a wheelchair. It's like, I lost the first round. I got... I got sucked off to the point where I'm a quadriplegic. Yeah,
1: for, forget forget Ray Mysterio 619. That was just 6 9 <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, the atmosphere is electric as the Black Widow's opponents climb into the ring. Now, they're two spunky brunettes in f- uh, figure-hugging bikinis. Now, one of them is called Jill. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Black Widow versus Jill. Jill. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Now, one's called Jill, who has big, bouncy breasts and exquisite buns. And her sister, Sue, is equally sexy as the longest legs I've ever seen. Okay? They both wear really high heels.
2: I feel like the biggest timestamp on this article is the idea that there's sexy women called Sue and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Sue and Jill sound like, sound like sweet old ladies that would actually get paralysed by a black widow. <laughs> 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 She's like going through their basil plants And they didn't look where they put their hand And then take a little nip But they don't notice it for 20 minutes Until they start spilling that's,
1: their tea That's the original thing that was written in I reckon right, that one just goes My Aunt Sue and Aunt Jill get paralysed by a black widow And they come to the picture magazine are like right we're gonna have to fucking think it. We're gonna have to get real elaborate here
2: This was actually meant for Reader's Digest <laughs> They just had to start like No we gotta work with this Work with what we got
1: Alright, so Peter, do you want to take it from there? So uh, they both wear really high heels. So Sue and Jill getting in the uh, ring with the Black Widow. Go on, I'm hard. Alright.
0: The announcer tells the ecstatic audience that the Black Widow has offered a cash bonus of $3,000 if one of the women nominates herself for oral sex should the duo lose the bout. Sue agrees, publicly offering her pussy to the Widow if they lose. (laughs) Wow. What a turn. Um, the crowd screams its delight, and the fight begins. The heavy black widow <laughs> lumbers around the ring, trying to get a grip on the slim and sexy Sue.
2: Sorry, are you
1: picturing what I'm? Mean? doing? the lumbering, all of a sudden, got a little bit like less sexy. It's just, oh, just real heavy. Oh, go on, sorry. Oh, um,
0: but Sue is too quick. She darts and dances, and even manages to score a few hits on her fearsome opponent. Sue then lands a butte body check, and the big woman goes down. <laughs> this is like with the cricket; it immediately goes like it's like a sort of sexy fantasy, and then they're like, "Nah, but for real." So she hits a body check, hits her up the guts, fucking wins her for a second. Ref counts to ten. Yeah, I'm now
2: I'm now actually believing that this is one of his favourite sports. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, sure. no, 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 you've still got to appreciate the tenacity and the skill that is involved with nude pussy-eating <laughs> women's wrestling. You've got to. The crowd erupts. Sue
0: dances around the ring, saluting her fans. <laughs> her big breasts bouncing up and down with excitement. Go but on. she gets so carried away that she completely forgets about her opponent, who starts to haul herself up from the canvas. God, how fat has the big widow gotten?
2: <laughs> the black widow. Stuff. I mean, I, I mean, haul. I was, I was with you guys beforehand when you are like lumbering, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's she's probably exhausted from paralysing that poor woman, and then like haul herself up. Like, she's... <laughs> what is... Well,
1: hold on. What's her... How's she described again? Solidly built woman with black... Lip. Oh, okay. So, she's big whoa. Big, big sheila. Yeah? That's what we're getting yeah. from this? The, or... Are
0: the photos supposed to
1: represent the story itself? Is one of these clearly the black widow? Well, wouldn't the black widow be the one with the black hair? But, no, I don't think any of these are the black... Well, also, who's Sue and who's Jill? I think these are just models. Yeah, these, these are just models. This doesn't correspond at all. Oh, so I don't like that at all. No, me neither. We're, we're have to I'm very upset about that.
2: Anyway,
0: right. the Black Widow grabs Sue in a vice-like bear hug <laughs> and starts to squeeze and squeeze and squeeze. <laughs> Eventually, Sue's luscious legs give way and she slumps to the canvas. And she died. She died there. It's actually tragic when a, oh. when a fighter dies in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I've added that bit. But... Um, <laughs> I think it's important to acknowledge the dangers of the sport. And though it's beautiful and we all love it, it's still a dangerous thing that these women are doing. And They're, we very them. They're very brave. They're very
2: brave. Sam, do you want to take it away from here? Sure. From, from Jill tries to save her partner. Jill tries to save her partner and leaps into the ring, but the widow immediately throws her to the floor and pins her to the canvas. One, two, three. The referee counts. Jill thrashes but the widow's lock holds firm. Eight, nine, ten! The crowd cheers as the black widow releases Jill and milks the applause. Oh. Can I just
0: say, when has the, the pin count ever been to ten? Yeah, I thought it was just a three. Once, and Jill's like, fuck no, give me seven more seconds.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I swear if I have seven more seconds, I reckon I can get out of this, guys. <laughs>
2: oh, man. This gets weird. Okay,
1: oh, then with fine. an evil- Okay, wait, wait. So, so far, it's been, like, let's just quickly assess, it. it's not horny at all, right? We know that the Black Widow's punishment is she drags people back after, like, bowl constricting them, goes down and paralyzes them, yeah? Yeah. So, at this point, it's, and and then it's, it hasn't been really horny. It's about all this kind of action. All right, go on. Sorry, Sam. Just a recap.
2: Then, with an evil grin, she removes the still unconscious Sue's bikini and throws her nude body over her shoulder. Oh, Do you mind if I actually do that again? Hold on. Then with an evil grin, she removes the still-unconscious Sue's bikini and throws her nude body over her shoulder. (laughs) Just feels like a Bill Cosby fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. The
2: widow's long tongue flicks out, leaving us in no doubt as to Sue's fate. What? Jill's bikini also comes off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's <is> the best <laughs> bit ever. Like so, so the the widow is gone. And we're like,
1: okay. Beating this woman unconscious. Now it's time to essentially remove her clothes, which is the scariest thing. And her partner stands there, and goes, "Oh, I'm about to witness something horrible. I better get the kid off.
2: I better get. I gotta. I better take my clothes off. Because that's yeah. like. I feel like that's a very natural human response. I remember when I was 19, I saw a, a head-on collision on the uh, on the M1, and I was like, "Well, I've, I've got to take my pants off. This is this is what. I, <laughs> this is what I do. I want help, but and I'm not going to do anything weird. But I do have to take my pants off." <laughs>
0: Yep, everyone knows September eleventh, two thousand and one, the day New York got naked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <coughs> fucking help.
0: So her bikini it's come off. Her yeah,
2: bikini's yep. come off. Right, Jill's come off. She stands on. there totally naked and watches as her sister is carried off to the parlor. Graham Cranbourne, Victoria. <laughs> of course Graham. it's a fucking Graham.
1: Graham Graham
2: you saucy devil
1: That is uh, horrific That's a very very horrific thing that he's written there It
0: is We just I swear every third article it's like I'm not going to say a letdown But like There's so much visual stimulus on this page It's nerd shillers in lycra And they're Hugging at each other's titties And you're like This yeah. is going to be outrageous And it's like No a man Pretty boringly Describes a boxing Wrestling event And He says pussy Two times
2: Also To be fair Like I'm not sure about you guys But any sexual fantasy I have I yeah. tend to be in it Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's a great point That tends to be the cornerstone of my sexual fantasies Is that I am involved somehow As opposed to like Graham is just in the crowd Not even in the parlour He's just I know what they're going to do Ooh, (laughs) Cheeky
0: That's so funny you say that, Sam Because my sexual fantasies also involve you Oh,
2: that's so sweet, thank you I'll add you to the list I'll involve you as well, we can do like a swap I'll come on your podcast, you come on my podcast
0: and it's always you just, just sipping a fucking long neck of kombucha as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> before all
2: of a sudden enters the Black Widow. <laughs> My sexual fantasy is being on Shad and Pete Save the World and someone asks, I'm really horny, help. And then I go, that was <laughs> me. And then you all suck me off to completion. That's pretty sick. That's... Anyways, should we describe the pictures of, uh, here? Uh, what's
1: going on? Does a bear want to describe the pictures? Yes, please. I Um, I like this one up here where it says a great grappling gazongas Check out the butte body checks on these biffo babes, and they've they've got three women at once pile driving uh, a Sheila. Yeah, and she's kind of like motioning to like eat her out. And yeah, yeah, uh, she's
2: got like her legs split, and she's upside down, and then one of them's looking at it in amazement. The other two are just holding her legs, looking at the camera. like, is this what you wanted? Is this what you? Is this what you're looking for? What is the, I don't mean to, like, it's such, how, have bodies
1: changed since the 90s? Like, that, it, that figure, that figure, the one on the left there the, with the black hair, like, that, see the distinct lack of ass. Like, why is that a, specifically a 1994 kind of thing? Do you know well, what I like,
2: mean? Yeah, but also, like, it's, to be fair, like, there's a distinct lack of neck as well. <laughs> like, just, like, if you look at the lower picture as well and all the top ones, this woman has no neck. True.
1: That's why they put the bow tie on there. She's Uh, wearing... (laughs) Ah, the traditional bow tie featured in wrestling.
2: Um, Yeah, yeah. I, I I think bodies have, like, super changed because everyone's diet's changed and everyone's lifestyle's changed. And that's why that's like when when you see like uh, pictures of like Playboy or whatever from the fifties and the sixties, mm. the the women they look so different. And also at the same time, no matter how this is a bit different because it's the nineties. But the older you go through like the porn time machine, the more they're just standing there with everything out, just smiling, having a great time. <laughs> they're like yeah, this one, like Betty pa- is a Betty Page, I think is her name. She's like this iconic nude model from the fifties and sixties, and she was like the precursor. To sort of the Marilyn Monroe type. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just every image of her is just her with her gams out and just looking like it's the best thing that's ever happened today. <laughs> she's so happy to be anywhere. It's and now they've all got to bite their lip and look mad, and they're all <laughs> they're all angry about something. Like, um, yeah, I'm um, fucking um, horny.
1: What um, of it? How about this one, uh, just next to that, where it's got the the woman is twisting the neck of another woman, and she <laughs> she is oh, doing yeah. a real face there. That's so someone's trying to wank to this, and she looks like she's got brain damage from this neck being twisted, like proper cross-eyed, tongue out.
2: Fucking... Yeah, she doesn't look she doesn't look healthy. No,
1: I like in the in the bottom picture where
0: it's the t- two ladies giving muscles and the other ladies just laying sprawled out on the ground. Yeah. That despite their nerdity, they're not grubs. They're going to hang up their clothes. They put their toggies. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to fucking mess. As if we're going to put if we're going to put um, clam goo everywhere, I don't want to get it on my cozzy. Oh, Peter, come on now.
2: As we've established, this is still a well-respected sport and some rules need to be abided by. <laughs> and that is that you hang up your fucking cozies. <laughs> I also love, I also love how next to it, there's just an ad for Grotron hydroponic terrariums. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's a full, like, like it's a fridge. It's a fridge. <laughs> And it's like even back then like if you were buying these magazines you were probably also going to try and grow weed in your house in the 90s.
1: I like how even still they've gone we underneath the uh, image of the fridge or whatever it says we supply all you need except the seed like and then it says reflower rebud all year like yeah haven't even gone to hide it like this is it's yeah. not for tomatoes is it you know No
2: no, it's Nona is pants. reading this going, oh, this would be a lovely way to make my gazpacho. Ah, uh, what are all these? Oh, no, the black widow! She's got a jewel in Sue again. No, no, no. <laughs> I do not buy this for the articles or the images, but only for the ads because I need to make a good pesada, you see. That is why. That is why, puppy.
1: <laughs> um, there's also, I was just going to say here, a little bonus down here. There's a three panel cartoon down the bottom. Oh,
0: uh, I didn't even see that.
1: Yeah. Peter, do you want to describe it or maybe read it out? It's called Between
0: the Sheets. Okay, Between the Sheets. So it's a la- okay, it's a lady and would that be Hey Arnold hair? Uh,
2: yeah. Yep. Hey yeah, Arnold. Know what I mean? Hey Arnold she's tits, got hey Arnold tits. hair
0: and Hey Arnold tits. Just yeah, these little spaghetti noodle titties pointing in either mm-hmm. direction she's on the phone. And she's saying, Yes, I'm wearing underwear, white with a little lace. Yes, the panties do hug my bottom. Yes, sometimes they ride up. That's the first panel. Second panel, same drawing. No, it doesn't turn me on when they do. Why are you starting to moan? And then she looks at the phone. What a strange survey. That was shit. That was so shit. <laughs> I, I wish that wasn't in there. That was the shittest thing.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a really bad cartoon.
0: <laughs> oh my God. That is nothing. This whole article has been so nothing.
2: There's nothing Ga- in it. Is it Gary Larson? Gary Larson, the far side creator. He- he's got oh. a lot to answer for. He's created some, he's created some horrendous copycats.
1: Um, what do you want to do, Peter? at 30. Do you want me to send you through another one? What do I want to do? Yeah. Put a bullet in my fucking
0: head by wasting my time on my birthday reading this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking waste of time. Why do we do this? Why do we have to subject... Brilliant people like the wonderful Sam Bowden, kombucha-drinking wizard of comedy, sips while I'm fucking saying that, to this horse every fucking week. I turned a year older. I'm supposed to start being known for something,
2: and I don't want it to be this. Guys, you're, you're missing a grand point here. I listened to the James McCann episode, and this episode opens with an ad for the Lexus Luxury Club. What are you talking about? You're turning this on your head. You're talking about smart, And it was that there was a Lexus ad on the front of the podcast before it had even started. I'm not sure whether you guys, who you advertise through. Yeah, Acast. Yeah, you're fucking winning. What are you talking about? You get to look up porn. You get Lexus sponsoring you. They haven't read what this is about.
1: I would love to get into... Like, (laughs) if someone gets in touch with Acast and just... Like, if someone... Sent this to Lexus It's like You know you're being Topped and tailed On this episode Like Could you imagine The Venn diagram That would be The two circles A kilometre apart Between listeners Of this podcast And concert owner Lexus Are you <laughs> fucking Kidding me Would you They're not even In the same time zone Those fucking circles They're that far apart <laughs> Jesus Christ
2: I think you might be Pulling people over From Lexus To listen to this <laughs> Cause you know It's still not Audi It's still oh, Lexus yeah.
1: We'll get yeah. there. People you got jack your new car. You Lexus.
2: got your little
0: dopamine hit, and you're like, "All right, where we're now."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Peter, did you have any parting words about that? You seem very disappointed in that article. You thought that was going to be. I'm a- fucking gutted, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking gutted.
0: But it's your birthday, mate. You got. To- it's my last fucking birthday. How what? old are you? Fourteen, mate.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot. We're,
0: we're children. You're in the universe. You fucking idiot. You're God, you're dumb. Fuck, you're so dumb. Much no, like shut up. I am
2: not. Wait, you invited me to your house. Why are you making fun of me? I'll back to my, <laughs> I'm here with my Razor scooter and go back to my rat.
1: Mate, I was just going to say... Where's the
2: family cat? <laughs>
1: <laughs> before I, <laughs> before I uh, depart, uh, before we depart here, uh, I just thought about something you said earlier there, Sam, when you're talking about the, the kid that showed you the, the nudes on the flip phone. His name was what? Dylan, right? Dylan Booth, yeah. Dylan. Now, was that a Motorola Razor? Uh, I think so, from memory, yeah. So, I don't think I've told this on the podcast before, but I I, I just remember the other day when someone was talking about the Razer. They used to have an ad for the Motorola Razer, right? And it was someone, it was like in a Japanese high-rise apartment, right? And someone drops the Razer, right? The the Motorola Razer phone, which was purported to be so thin. It's like, it's that's why they call it the razor so thin, that it slices through the bottom of the apartment floor and the ad is it f- like... Falling through the ceiling and then the you know the floor in this high-rise apartment building, so you get a glimpse of like a family dinner or like a guy doing karaoke by himself dressed as Elvis or some shit, and then like a couple having sex, like it's really quick, like it falls through, and then ends with like you know Motorola razor impossibly thin or some shit like that. I haven't seen in fucking almost twenty years. Uh, so this kid Dylan at school got a razor phone, and the seniors convinced him when we're waiting for the bus. Oh no. They said, you know, that you've seen the ad. He's like, yeah, he was in grade eight. We're like, if you throw it at the bus, it's so thin, it will pass through the window and you can just pick it up. (laughs) You can pick it up when you get inside. And he fucking did it. And his phone. Smashed it to pieces. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and it shattered the window of the bus. Uh. So so then he was sat there and they the bus driver made him sit next to the thing with his fucking phone and pieces on his lap. <laughs> Next to this shattered Brisbane City Council bus oh, no. window, and I tell you what, fucking hell, that was the best day ever. <laughs> I, since since I unlocked that memory, like I, I, it was maybe six months ago, I thought about. I was like, oh, holy shit, I think about that every day. When he just just pegged that fucking thing, expecting to go all the way through, just poof, fucking cracked window. Great.
2: Ah, oh, great. What an oh, idiot. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. That's the kind uh, of brain where if we were, if, if it was a thousand, two thousand years ago, we, we would have just killed him. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> we would have just been like, yeah, I heard that, uh, I heard that, that wild boar. If you pat it on the head really nicely while making loud noises, it'll be your best friend. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then we're oh. just like, oh man, thank God that guy doesn't breed. Oh, I bet he's guy. happy now. He's got a job in IT. Oh, probably
1: man. owns a Lexus. Yeah, he probably Bro. owns
2: a Lexus. Probably listens to this podcast.
1: Bro, he is way better off than all of us. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Assuming he never got into comedy means he's better off, no matter what he's doing. If he got into heroin but not comedy, still better off. Like,
2: <laughs> hey, for no lost dos. <laughs> we got some fucking legends in this business, which are fiends for heroin, <laughs> who have my utmost professional respect—not personal, obviously—but professional <laughs> respect. <laughs>
1: All right, boys. So we'll wrap. Who it up. could it be? Oh, okay, anyway. Say the name. No, nah, big edit big, it out. big shout out to Mel Butler once again, friend of the show. <laughs> um. Love the smack. Um, all right, Sam. So you're you're in Sydney right now. You're due to come back up into Brisbane. Uh, what do you got going on up here? Brother? Did you just say Brisbane? I did. With yeah. With a yeah. D at the edge. Mate, I'm, I'm fucking. I've got a little. I don't know. I'm waiting the test results. We still don't know. I could be recording with COVID right now. I've had to turn my had to turn my phone over. So I, you know, if I found if I got the message during this, it'd fuck me. So go on. Sorry, you've come to Brisbane. Where we done?
2: doing? Well, uh, you lovely uh, gang at Good Chat are hosting me. I think I'm MCing on the fifth, the fifth mm-hmm. of Jan, which uh-huh. I'll definitely be up for. And I got Dandelion, my solo show on the thirteenth of January. Fuck Tickets it. a Good Chat and whatnot, and I'll be promoting that once I'm definitely up and can confirm. And also, if you love this podcast, I got a beautiful podcast, which you're bound to love, which is The Boys Watch Charmed, which is a podcast about the TV show Charmed, which we follow easily <laughs> a plenty of crossover listeners uh, with <laughs> myself, Alex Malinkovic, and Will Gibb, two Who, amazing comedians. Who's your favorite uh, Charms girl? uh okay so it's definitely a visually Alyssa milano because she's just such a babe Mm. but as a character it's fucking piper man voice of reason has an honest job she's a chef she's the middle ground she's my favorite
1: who's the one they killed off prue
2: ah yeah they killed off prue man Um, i had the
1: biggest crush on prue though that was my favorite one because she's like that that fucking she's got that bad 90s bitch energy
2: yeah, she does have that bad 90s bitch energy, but we've been watching it so consistently. We, she's just such a fucking party pooper. Like, Because yeah. like this breaks it down really, really, really obviously where Prue's like the cautious one, Piper's the voice of reason, and Phoebe, Alyssa Milano, was just the crazy, I don't have a yeah. job, I leech off everyone, but I'm hot so I get away with it, Which and it's just, he yeah. gets sick of Prue, Phoebe's fucking chaos, Piper's the only fucking responsible goddamn voice of reason in the fucking household.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll. Watch I like Char- Ron. You- <laughs> Ron, you like Ron? <laughs> yeah, the lovable sidekick with red hair. <laughs>
0: Fucking hell! Imagine that.
1: <clears throat> Fuck me, dead Pete. Jesus You'd be Christ! T- are you too young to remember Charmed when I was on telly? Um,
0: I vaguely remember it, but I think. I think it was just through a, like, a family
1: member watching it mate, while I was in the room. It is, um, honestly, good gear. When I was it, young, looking at Prue, Prue was my favourite one. And that's, that is, I reckon, the earliest I've pinpointed what my type would be later in life. Like I reckon I clocked that at whatever, 11 years old. My, yep, that's the one I'm sticking with forever. It's Prue Halliwell from Charmed. Dude, it Fuck is it. the
2: best, worst show. Like it's because it's marketed for women, but they're like, "Hey, this is still 1997. We've got to make them hot, and they've got to have their tits out all the time because their (laughs) boyfriend's gonna want to watch it." (laughs) And so it's just it's fucking chaos. But yeah, we go episode by episode. I think we're up to episode thirteen at this point of season one. So jump on that shit on all. And there's are there heaps of seasons? Have you got heaps of? Oh, dude, there's like fucking 15 seasons or some shit. Oh, great. We've got it forever. (laughs) But more importantly, Dandelion, a good chat on the 13th of January. Yes,
1: absolutely, yeah. And uh, Peter, what you you got going on up there in Cairns, my friend?
0: Oh, mate, it's all smooth sailing up in far north Queensland at the moment. Tell you that much. Comedy is alive and well every Monday night at Laughing Heart Comedy. Get your tickets for every show in January if you could. No specific reason. Just go to every show in January if possible. And if you're in Brisbane... Uh, January 21st Shad Pete Save the World returns to Good Chat Comedy Club and look I'm not going to give away the guest list but don't fucking miss it you idiot is all I'm going to say oh, don't I, miss it
1: I'll get that one on sale today for you my friend sorry about the delay yeah
0: I didn't want to
1: I didn't want to be a dick but yeah could you no that's okay fucking could ya, you well, know. well I'm inside for another five days minimum so yeah let's do it baby Sweet. Get some and, uh, also there.
2: feel free to start promoting Dandelion as well Jake Ah, you know. Is that on sale? Wait, that is on sale. It's been on sale now for, what, two weeks?
1: I'm going to wait till all you cunts are in my city before I start doing anything. I have been burned so hard. I'm oh going to yeah, wait till true. I that's get true. eyes on every fucking one of you until I fucking <laughs> post anything. God, this year. All this right. Yeah, well, in year. I'm in that COVID hotspot, baby.
2: Are you Cairns. really? What, up in Cairns?
0: No, that's the point. Put the fucking show on sale, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to do that right now. All right, well, thank you, Sam, for taking the time to join us, mate. Uh, really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me, gang. All
1: right. Thank you, mate. Thanks You're for listening. Best. See you next right. week. Bye. You Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.